Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, the only feminist scrapbooking show on the planet, where we discuss the amazing ways that people are documenting their lives today. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of Habit, brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project community. Download our free app at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash app. In this episode, we get into some great topics, including the different ways our daily pages habit has changed over time, perfectionism and the space daily pages provides, and daily pages as the place where all our little stories live. Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. Today, we have Julie, Christine, and Shannon with us, and we are continuing our Daily Pages Roundtable sessions. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Julie, tell us a little bit about yourself, and where do you hang out online? Hi, I'm Julie. You can find me on the Awesome Ladies Project website as Julie. It is my favorite screen name because it's J-U-L-I. I have my actual just first name as my username. So I am from the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, and I have been a crafty person my whole life. But my first experience with scrapbooking was uh, probably the early 2000s. My mom was a creative memories consultant, so that was kind of like my introduction to scrapbooking, but I kind of fell out of it as a teenager and college and everything. So I found my way back through the planner community, actually, through Amanda Zampelli, who was the co-host of this podcast. And then in 2018, I decided to do a crazy thing and go to Michigan for Awesome Ladies Live, where I didn't really know anyone. I was like, yeah, these are cool people. I like the podcast. and then I've just kind of fallen down the rabbit hole since then. Yeah, I'm honestly so glad that you came to Awesome Ladies Live. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. And so now I'm And on my came. birthday. It was your birthday. <laughs> it was the best. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's go with you next, Shannon. Shannon, tell us a little bit more about you and where do you hang out online? I am Shannon and on Instagram, I'm Shannon underscore pages, which is kind of a stupid name, but I'm stuck with it now because I was planning to have all of these Instagram. So it's Shannon eats, Shannon pages, Shannon this. And you know, so that's where I am, but I am, I've been scrapbooking since about 20, I always have to think about it, 2008. And I mostly do kind of clean minimal digital things now but I've kind of dabbled in a bit of everything over the time and I also have a digital scrapbooking shop where I make templates and digital stamps and that kind of thing and I enjoy hanging out with awesome ladies as well we do love having oh and I'm from Sydney I'm from Sydney (laughs) Australia (laughs) you are you are from Sydney Australia I'm representing down under I should come on with more g'day and that kind of thing to (laughs) represent my lovely country. And tell us about how all the things at Outback Steakhouse aren't really Australian. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I wouldn't want to ruin that. It's like about t- telling about Santa. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we have a Bloomin' Onion all the time. Don't worry about it. It's what you have to eat at Sunday dinner. It's a Bloomin' Onion or you yes. lose your, your citizenship. We take it to school every day. Correct. <laughs> And uh, we also have with us Christine. Hey, Christine, tell us a little bit about you and where do you hang out online? Hi, everybody. 
Um, I'm Christine. I'm from uh, Kristen's Old Stomping Grounds, northern New Jersey. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at CP underscore scraps or at the Awesome Ladies Project. My uh, name there is Christine underscore P. Um, I've been scrapbooking for, oh gosh, many years since probably the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, I've always been crafty and when I found scrapbooking, I was very into photography and had loads of pictures and nothing to do with them. So I jumped right into that. And uh, I do a combination of traditional, um, I do like eight and a half by 11 scrapbooking. I do some smaller pages. I do some digital. So I do a little bit of everything. And um, what more can I say about that? Uh, I came back to scrapbooking. I had kind of been on a little bit of a dry spell and uh, during COVID when everybody had lots of time and nothing to do with it. I uh, redid my craft area. And at the same time, I found the awesome ladies through actually through Shannon. I followed Shannon's Instagram and took a couple of classes, <laughs> took a couple of classes and became a member. And I've been a member, I want to say about, oh, a year and a few months, I think it's been. Yeah. And you fit in perfectly. Oh, I found my people. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty great place once you find your people. It is. So what does daily pages look like for you as a habit? Julie, why don't you start? Maybe start at the beginning. Yeah, so I was around when you were calling it morning pages. Um, yeah. And you were doing it first thing in the morning. And I was like, oh, I could never do that. I'm not a morning person. And then just by changing it to daily pages, like I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I can do it whenever. Um, and I think you actually have. You, you're one of those people that got sucked in when they changed the name to something. And then yes. it's a whole new product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt like I got sucked in when I changed the name too, though. Yeah, it definitely clicked for you more. That's why it works, that, that thing they do. Uh, yeah, so I think at Awesome Ladies in 2018, you had a workshop about daily pages. So that sort of like reeled me in more. But when it really clicked for me, it was at the start of the pandemic because everything was topsy-turvy and it was like, oh, this is a way I can feel like grounded in my day. And so it was that year that I, I think it was towards the end of March, the 100 day project started. And I was like, I am going to do 100 days of daily pages because I knew that you were going to start doing your noon workshops. So I was like, okay, this will work out well. Like, I'm going to, you know, commit to doing this. I can, I know that I can do just this really simple thing. You know, you've always said like five minutes a day. Um, so I did that. I did 100 days of daily pages and it really helped get me through those first few months of the pandemic, I was actually like looking back through some of my old notebooks and it's sort of funny the how naive we were at the start. I found one that was like, oh, day 16 of working from home. Like little did I know it would be like day 16 of 400 or whatever. Um, so yeah, having a place to show up 
every day at noon was nice. Um, and just a time that I remember it especially helping was during the 2020 election, like that week after election day, before the results were finalized, because there was just so much anxiety because not only are we living through a pandemic still, but we're, you know, through this political time. So during this time, you know, just this added layer of stress. So it was nice to show up with women who were feeling the same way and we could all sort of complain and <laughs> stress about it together. Um, but I started going back to my in-person office some in June of 2021 and so it just didn't become as practical for me to join at noon, even though I get an hour lunch break, just something about being in the office, my schedule just felt, you know, like I wasn't taking my lunch break actually at noon or I needed to do these other things. But it also was a point in my creative time where I had sort of used, I guess what I've learned in daily pages to sort of foray that into other projects. So. The biggest thing for me has been the Everyday Explorers Co. Mini Book Makers Club. Yeah. Because it's a very similar size to what I was doing daily. Like I was doing field notes. So it's basically the same size. Um, so it, something about that small size just works really well for my creativity. So even though now I do have a field notes usually somewhere on my desk that I might add to like if I'm in the mood, sometimes it's just become like journaling for me. Like I just like write out words, throw on a sticker. It's not really something I share as much anymore, but that's sort of my whole daily pages arc. I love how it's that it's a, it's, a, it's there as a little book. If you need it now, kind of like a little net. Like a safety net. Yeah. But almost like you've graduated to doing just more themed mini books. Yeah. And I do, I'm sort of in the process of reorganizing my craft stuff. So my sort of goal is to eventually have like a little daily pages kit or box where like the bits, the bits and bobs that don't fit into everything else like gets thrown so that those like especially like the leftover stuff from my mini book kits like you end up with like three stickers and a label left like what am I going to do with that oh I could just throw that in the little daily pages box so that's the goal yeah daily pages is so great for that Shannon how has daily pages as a habit evolved for you well, I also started doing daily pages in the pandemic. So 2020, when we were in lockdown here. So I scrapbook a lot. So I'm pretty, like, I don't usually have kind of slump periods. I'm always scrapbooking. But I also scrapbook a lot of my daily life. And, you know, during those times, there just wasn't daily life happening. So I didn't have my usual photos. I wasn't going to the city to work. And I didn't have the usual stuff that I would be scrapbooking. Um, and I just fell in love with those tiny little books and I got I think I already had a pack of six moleskin little you know passport size books and I just grabbed them out one day watching you guys doing it and it was just fun like 
the, I, I'm not, because I'm a digital scrapbooker, I don't have tons of products. So I have like um, one black stamp and then I have a, a stamp pad and then I have a couple of stamps and I have, so I was getting just those little bits out. And my daily pages were a little bit documenting my life. So if I cooked something, I would just stick it in and write the recipe down. Or I would be looking through and um, in Pinterest, I'd see a cute photo of Sally Field from the 60s and think, I loved watching Gidget in reruns when I was young. And I'd just cut the, you know, put the photo and put it into my book. So the book became this cute little like old school scrapbook, smash book thing of just little things that were making me happy. And I would put, you know, pandemic information and news information in it. And I would put television shows I was watching and just, you know, cut out some vellum and staple some things and things that I don't normally do in my kind of minimalistic um, daily scrapbooking. So it was just a fun little thing to play with. I didn't do it as a daily habit. I would do it um, in big spurts. So I would sit down, um, had a lot of time in those days. So I'd just sit down and maybe do five or six pages and then put it away for three days and bring it out and do it again. Um, and as I kind of got on, because I'm so digital, I started um, doing more and more digital things. So I was making a page for my little book, cutting out and sticking it in, which starts to seem a bit silly. So that's when I went on and I made this little five by five photo book which was what I called my digital daily pages. And I did that for a while as well, where I was kind of doing the same thing. Mini, mini kind of layouts, mini just photographs with labels and things on them. And they're just really fun to look at those books, I think. Christine, how about you? Um, well, I still do, I still do daily pages pretty much regularly. Um, I'd say anywhere like four to six days a week. <clears throat> I'll do a daily page. Um, so I'm still in that, you know, in love with my little books. I think I have like 20 little books now and I do like the field notes style books. And um, I really liked daily pages. I still really like daily pages for it's different than my typical scrapbooking. It's things that I wouldn't normally include in my regular scrapbooking, um, whether it's stuff about me or stuff about current events or some weird meme I found or, you know, the good things and the bad things that have happened during the day, which, you know, I, I don't, I was always kind of that like real look at this happy stuff kind of scrapbooker. And um, this is not that this is necessarily negative. It's just a little bit different. It's, it's more introspective. It's more of a, um, a journal of sorts and a, a catch all for all the little things, whether it's, you know, I made this great meal or we went to this great place or I watched this great show. Um, and that's been really fun because that's not, those are not things I, I used to really document. Um, so for me, it's like my go-to at the end of the day. Um, if I'm working from home, I'll try and do the lunchtime uh, daily pages live. Um, and that's always fun. I enjoy doing that. But when I am working, um, I'll come home and I'll do that after dinner. And it's like a little time to sort of decompress and um, catch up on what I did for the day. Um, I always try and include my currently list on Monday and my Thursday three. So it's been a lot more about me, which my scrapbooks didn't really have a lot about me before. So that's been really nice because I, looking at these things, I kind of think, oh, I would have loved to have this 10 years ago and, and see how things change and see how I've changed throughout the years. And it's definitely made me take more 
pictures of myself um, because that's not, again, that's not something I really included in any of my scrapbooks. And you see a lot of people in my scrapbooks and I'm usually the one behind the camera. So um, the Thursday three has been really good to get more of myself and my own thoughts and stories down into something regularly. I have a follow-up question to that. Do you think Daily Pages has made it easier to bring the scrapbook yourself idea to your larger scrapbooks? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's It sort of was like a, a good segue to be like, you know, oh, I do want to write these things down but that's kind of a bigger story so maybe i'll put this page in about some music that i really like to listen to or a memory that i had that was spurred by something and um between that and some of the other things that we've done at the alp with the with the book of me and things like that um, it's definitely been sort of the gateway to scrapbooking more of my own story and i have a, a full book now of pages that are much more introspective, much more my own story. And it got me away from the need to have this picture that was on this day, and this is the story that goes with that picture. Because now I realize I can take a picture off the internet, or I can find an old picture and tell a story that has nothing specifically to do with that old picture, but it was just something that spurred a memory, or um, it was it included the picture, the people that I'm talking about in the story that I want to tell. So it's a, it, my scrapbooking was always sort of very um, linear thinking and very, you know, it, it has to be about this and it has to be this way, where there's none of those rules for me in daily pages. Um, you can talk about anything and you can just, it's more of a journal of, of sorts. And that sort of led me into the idea that, you know, not all stories have to have pictures, not all um, not all stories have to have that picture from that day. So it's been a lot, a lot easier to be comfortable, um, putting my own stories in and not having them be a certain way and realizing they're still worth telling and they're still worth documenting and saving. It's something I want to have. I enjoy doing it now. Julie, I want you to respond to the anti-perfectionist angles of daily pages <laughs> do you have a question or how do you want me to start has daily pages helped you i know that daily pages has helped me a lot in my anti-perfectionist yeah i can answer journey. because uh, my minimalist um scrapbooking is a product of my perfectionism and I do digital scrapbooking because I like to line everything up correctly and I like to have my letters straight and things like that. So I did daily pages partly to get a bit over that where you can make a mess. Even though if you look at my daily pages, they're still like that. Um, and I think I've morphed my daily pages more into um, like more art journaling now which has now gone into my everyday scrapbooking. So my scrapbooking for 2022 is this big eight by 10 photo book that I'm preparing. And it's art journaling, it's daily pages, it's layouts, it's everything because I enjoy 
doing that so much that it kind of morphed into all of that. But all of it is a way to for me to get out of perfectionism and a way to make a mess on a page and not stress about it so much because that is the point. And, you know, tear a photo and stick it down with tape and be done instead of having everything, you know, in the way you think it should be. And for me as a recovering perfectionist, like so many of us, um, daily pages really help me find my groove with stamping. So before Awesome Ladies Live in 2018, I had never stamped outside of like those wooden stamps as a child. Like I had never done like, I'd never held like the acrylic block and put clear stamps on it. And part of my fear was because in the planner community, stamping had to be so perfect because you were putting it in your planner. So it needed to be crisp and clear. And it's like, that's just not the reality of stamping. Like as Kristen has said many times, just print it out then. <laughs> like don't bother trying to stamp <laughs> it. Um, so I, so at Awesome Ladies Live, I got like Amanda was beside me. <laughs> like talking me through like, like when you could breathe on a person on. the last time you could breathe <laughs> yes, on a person yes when we were up <laughs> close and personal and meg was there too um and they're like crafty pros. i'm picturing I'm like, her hands over your hands yeah. like, <laughs> ghost when they're yes, doing yes, the yes. pottery yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so i like didn't own like anything and by awesome ladies live the next year i had purchased one singular stamp I stamp set like I still remember it was an Allie Edwards stamp set I think it was from week in the life but it had all these ing words so I was like oh this will be good for currently like I can stamp it myself and and stuff and so I was a little more brave in 2019 with the with Allie Ed, with not with Allie Ed, with awesome ladies live with stamping and uh, so then in 2020 with the pandemic and everything, I can't believe what my stamp collection is now. <laughs> How does it happen in just a few years that like you accumulate all these stamps, but it's something I really love. And without daily pages, I wouldn't have that space to play because that's what you have to do with stamping. You have to play, you have to try and experiment. The point of daily is, is like you're in training, right? Yes. So mm -hmm. You know, it's like if you're running or you're a gymnast and you do that half an hour every day, by the end of the year, you're going to master like things that you couldn't do before. Right. So even now, if I want to stamp for a project, like I still practice sometimes. So that might be something I still stick in a notebook somewhere. Um, but it's just really helped me be more confident because I didn't realize that that was also part of stamping is that you have to have the confidence to do it like the stamps know they know if you're not confident <laughs> yeah 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 I definitely started trying things that I probably wouldn't have started using in my scrapbooks because I thought again they had to felt like they looked like had to look like a certain way or I had to be really good at it and when I started doing daily pages I had zero stamps I had zero washi tape and now I have an embarrassing amount of both and it's it's all because I not that I don't care what goes into my book but it's not there's no pressure it's I'm not precious about it it, it can it can be messy it can be fun if it's 
not perfect. Well, that's how it looks today. And it's a fun, easy, low pressure way to try out new things. Um, that's not quite as intimidating as, you know, a big page that you feel like what, why I think that those pages are intimidating. I don't know. That's, that's a me thing, I think, but, um, it, you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know what makes them so special, but. But it is the size because I, um, I don't, because I also have a, like a nine to five job Monday to Thursday. So I don't do any daily art scrapbooking any daily creative thing because I just can't do it daily but I always look at my daily pages as like tiny scrapbooks that's how I think of them only because mm -hmm. I can't do the word daily um, and I like to not do the wrong thing because I'm that type of person so I think of them as tiny scrapbooks or you know notebook scrapbooking and it makes a huge difference when you only have mm -hmm. like you can put one uh, journal card and stick it in and that's done for the day that's it it fits perfectly. A, a four by six photo you can cut down. That's it for the day. Like it's just so small that the stakes are small in terms of what you're putting in there, which is why I think it's so relaxing and a different way to scrapbook. Yeah, and I think the reward for it is, if, if you can look at it that way, is is big because for me, creativity feeds creativity. So if I keep Absolutely. doing yeah. it and keep sort of working that muscle. Um, yeah. even if that's all I do today, I've done something creative today and I'll do something else creative tomorrow. I want to try something new. I want to try something different that I saw somebody else do, or, um, I was inspired by or whatever it may be. And I've started doing other things. Like I was never an art journaler and I started art journaling after I started doing daily pages. I just think all it, it, it really sort of revved up that sort of creative engine and got me interested in a lot of different things. And the community obviously does too, because you know you see what other people are making and it's like, oh, that's cool, I'd like to try that. And uh, that's where a lot of it comes from. I think if you scrapbook as well in the traditional way, as, as well as doing daily pages, so you're making layouts, those little daily pages books, like I'm just thinking about some of yours, Kristen, like they become like a little tiny handbook of techniques. So you think, what can I do with this title today? And you look through your daily pages, and, oh, remember when I stamped my title all different colors? Or remember when I made that washy rainbow? I'm, and then you can put that onto a layout and you can also put it onto a layout already being confident knowing how it's going to look, how you did it. You've already done yeah. it. You, you know, you know how it's going to come out. And I think of it like that too, like a little carpet sample book or something where you can go through and say, oh, you know, that would look awesome on a, on a real scrapbook page. One of my favorite things to do with the books is flip through them and spot trends that I didn't know that were happening while I was making the pages. Sometimes it's like, oh, I must have really liked that patterned paper because I used it four times in this book. Yeah, I immediately thought of your glitter paper glitter and the solid color washi. <laughs> <laughs> well, solid color washi is like, that's just a little... Because... I'm obsessed. It's a, it's, it's, it, you go crazy with it because it's so perfect. It's so versatile. It does everything. You could do it for, you can use it for anything. Like, let alone, you know, every single BuzzFeed list of all the things you can use washi tape for. When it's solid colors, there's, you know, you don't actually have to mix the patterns, which was always made my decision fatigue heart just like, I yeah. Can't. But no. 
Yeah. So now you're like when um the neighbor brings you like forty uh, eggs, and then you say to the kids, "It's eggs again. It's, eggs it's again. washi tape again." And then you turn the page, "It's washi again, kids." Jeff got me washi tape for my birthday, and he actually picked out really good washi tape. It had grids instead of it was it wasn't solid. It had grid lines, so now I have all sorts of colors, but they all have. Was it a whole set of? Of grids. I, I have, have that set. That. I love it. See, <laughs> <laughs> so guys, it looks is... so good paired with with the solid. It looks so good, and this is <laughs> this is one of the best things about like daily pages is not only do you find the things that work inside daily pages, but you find the things that like you personally love, and then like you yeah. can iterate on it. Yeah. So I love solid color washi. What is something that you really love? I would say for me, stamping. And for most people who know me know I love purple. So that's great for stamping because you never run out of purple. You just buy more purple ink. It's not like a sticker sheet where you only get three purples. And so you have to hoard those purples forever. You know, you can use the stamp over and over again. I was looking through my books one of my favorite pages I found was it was just the word anxiety stamped in big purple letters <laughs> I was like that tells a story like that tells you all you need to know about that day I love that you brought it back to renewable products because it's awesome that you because you don't need a lot of things to do daily pages you, in fact, need next to nothing. No, because I don't have a lot of things at all. The things, whatever you have, like, if you are listening to this show, I guarantee you, you have a notebook in your house. And if you don't, you can get a piece of paper, fold it in half twice, and then you've made yourself a book. You mentioned stamping the word anxiety across the page and saying, that's all you needed to know about the day. It's not like, we're not trying to tell, like, a month's worth of stories in a book. We're not trying to, you know, do epic shit. This is like the opposite of that. If do epic shit is at one end of the spectrum, like making a daily page is at the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, I actually sort of made a spectrum in our book of me accountability group, like kind of mapping out how my creativity, like, the the easy level the easiest thing to just that doesn't take a lot of brain power is a daily page and then sort of the step up from that for me is a mini book because it's still that small size it still has a set number of pages where you get that accomplishment at the end like I finished it and then like the more you know the next level from that for me is my book of me which I actually am doing a little four by six notebook this year but it's just sort of like allowed me to level up that way. The, the thing for me that even though the effort is low, a lot of times the reward from it is really high. And I'm, I'm thinking of a very specific thing that Julie made me think of, is, you know, she did her anxiety stamp and I had, there was a day that just was not great and something happened and I put in my book, I just put disappointed and there wasn't much to it. The back was all black and it was just the word. And it was like the relief to just get it out. It's it, 
and just have a way, a place to express some of these not so great things. And because, you know, there's there's lots of ways to express all the great things. Everybody wants to hear about them and see about them. And, you know, you can post about them. And sometimes you just want to say, like, Ugh, you know, this was hard. And you don't necessarily need to say why it was hard or what was hard or go into all sorts of details. Sometimes you just need to get it out and say this was hard. And that's one of the things I like about Daily Pages. It's definitely got that sort of journal aspect of it, of just being able to get your thoughts out, put them on paper and, and just get them out of your mind, get them off your shoulders a little bit. Yeah, a therapeutic process, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like an adult diary in some ways. Yes. Yeah, mine's definitely like a diary, my daily pages. Um, when I look back through them. So mine are less playing with product, but um, mine are a lot of, and what I've learned that I really love is like a lot of handwriting and a lot of where I'll just stick something in with some washi tape and say something about it um, in a really kind of grungy way. And I really learned that I like, I like the look of that and I like it and it's not my normal thing but it's so quick and it's easy and I'm not having to print things off. And I just really liked writing my little thoughts down and, you know, sticking in a tiny selfie or something else, something I've cut out of the news for the day. Um, so that's what mine's filled with little tiny notes, quotes out of books I've read. Um, and I just love it. The fact that you do do them so quickly and well, mine definitely, like I was just, stamping willy-nilly crazy because I can't stamp to save my life and I was scribbling things in pencil um I'm not brave enough to do it in pen but I was scribbling things in pencil and then I found like it was just getting a whole lot of things down in my notebook that then I could look through and actually make scrapbook pages about as well it's like a way of saving little bits of your life that you can go back on because I'm a big fan when I um, scrapbook, I photograph things around all the time. Like I photograph the TV screen. I photograph my book cover just to remind me. So that's how I collect everything. I photograph just stuff as a reminder. Not I'm not gonna use that photograph, but I think daily pages for me was like that as well. Um, it, it's a way to just record things quickly. And then I realized, oh, I really do wanna talk about that more. I'm gonna make, that deserves to have like a proper page in my big book type thing yeah uh lots of stories have manifested for me that way too yeah i'd say in my daily pages probably the my favorite thing the thing that i use a lot of is pattern paper i really like pattern paper and i feel like daily pages is a great place to use stuff that i wouldn't necessarily use somewhere else um because either it doesn't go with something or it's maybe a little bit too sort of overwhelming for a really big canvas if you will like I used something the other day that was covered in parakeets and I can't imagine a page in a regular scrapbook where I would use a page of parakeet paper but it was really cute in my scrapbook and you know in my in my daily page rather and that's where I put things like that or you know I, I, I like rainbows I like you know floral paper so I'm, I'm really big on pattern paper in my in my daily pages I really like that and journaling cards. I use a lot of journaling cards. You know, I said I haven't really done much lately with daily pages, but what I have done recently, just a purple pen is really, it's all I need. 
Perfect answer. Shin, what's your favorite physical stuff for daily pages? Probably photographs still for me. Like my daily pages are filled with uh, photographs of things that I've taken. So food and selfies and things like that. And then I've got a lot of photographs from the internet. You know, like I watched Homeland while I was doing my daily pages a lot and I'll stick a photo of that. And like I said, my Sally Field. So if I see a really cute, I'm really into sort of 60s culture and vibe. And if I see a really cute black and white um, photograph on Pinterest or something of some funky 60s head or something, I love just cutting that stuff out and putting it in my book. It's kind of like um, when you're a kid cutting magazines up and that kind of thing and keeping them. Like, I just love having them in my book. So now when I flick through, I've got like um, a Mad Men poster in my book and I've got Sally Field and I've got, you know, Homeland and things like that. And I do put that in my regular scrapbooking too, but I just like the ease of sticking them in my daily pages. So I think mine are definitely filled with a lot of photos and that's why I did go to that digital daily pages idea because I'm doing a lot of that kind of stuff anyway, rather than a lot of inky kind of things and, and stickers and things that you guys might be doing more. Yeah, my daily pages actually don't really have photos unless yeah. it's like a like a leftover if you've called them orphan photos Kristen is that yes. something I've heard mm -hmm. you, you say <laughs> like it's the photo that got left behind that didn't quite make it to the layout but I never uh like deciding what photos to print and what size I found like would slow me down so for daily pages like I just it's no photos for me that's just part of my process yeah yeah Very I've noticed mentioned. that a lot of oh, you guys are just um more playing with pre-design and product and things in yours and mine are probably a little bit more on the documenting side, but very basic, um, which is cool. Shane mentioned the references, like the pop culture references and the different things that we're into. And that's something I like to put in my daily pages too, that don't have a home elsewhere, really. Um, and I'm, super happy to have all that kind of stuff documented because it's actually the stuff that I love about my life. Like um, my husband and my daughter have always been into the Marvel movies. And for some reason, I really didn't watch a lot of them. So they decided to make me watch all of them in order, in the order that they're supposed to be seen. And so that's a whole thing. But that's been a really fun thing for us all to do. And I don't think I would have documented that anywhere else. And so as we watch the movies, I always print out the movie poster and I stick that in and say which one we watched this weekend and what was family family movie night this weekend. Or um, And to your point of the question of if that, if my daily pages help me transition into, you know, certain stories into the scrapbooks, my husband and I always watch Top Chef and we've watched it since it started. That's like our Top Chef date night. And so I made that into a full scrapbook page, which I really wouldn't have thought of before. But it's it's a thing for us. It's a it's a story. It's a it's a favorite thing for us that I really want to kind of capture. And I don't know that it would be important to anybody else, but it's important to me. And it, it says something about us. It's some it's like a little snapshot of you know our life. And those little bits and pieces I think wouldn't have been captured otherwise. Whether it's the books you're reading or the movies you're watching or the shows you're binge watching and you know talking to your friends about or people talk about playing wordle and you know all these sort of little 
things that come in and out of trend. And you might forget about these things if you're not finding a home to sort of jot something down. And it's not a lot, you know, like Shannon says, it's, it's a few, it's a few lines or it's a picture. And, but then when you go back and look at it, you think, Oh God, remember, remember how much we loved Mad Men? Remember how, how great that movie was, or that was a really fun yeah. night when we all went out and did that thing. I think too, if you don't do something like weekly project life or something like that, then all of those things are a lot harder to keep track of and daily pages is a perfect place for that even the currently cards because people aren't going to make well not everybody but you're not going to make like a 12 by 12 page of one show that you might have binged one week and then you kind of forget about it for the rest of your life but to see it in a little like a little place to say hey we really enjoy this you might make a 12 by 12 of your favorite you know show or that weekend you got snowed in and you all watch the marvel movies or something special but you're not going to make you know 12 by 12 pages every time of everything but i know my stuff is like littered with tiny things like even looking through my daily pages from 2020 like oh i totally forgot like i watched that or i listened to that and it's so great for it to have a home yeah i found a I found a daily page from early in the pandemic where I was, I had spelled out Tiger King and like animal print <laughs> letters. And I was like, wow, that just, that's a, that's a snapshot that of that sums it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did not Definitely. need a whole big layout dedicated to Tiger King, but he had a spot <laughs> in my daily page. Yeah. Okay. Before we finish up with currently, I'd like to go around one more time and give you guys a chance to say one more thing that maybe you guys haven't had a chance to say about anything related to daily pages or something else. So one thing I've been thinking about with this conversation is just the Awesome Ladies Project in general has kind of taught me, reminded me that my story matters because I am a childless millennial. So there are some places where people are like, well, what would you scrapbook about your life? But with the the ALP, with daily pages, with all the other projects, it's like, it's totally fine to just document whatever is going on in my life. I don't have to, it's not only the birthday celebrations, it's everything else in between. I love that you're here. <laughs> Shannon, how about you? Yeah, I just love having, so I'm a big fan of side projects because I, you know, I get, into these um, modes where I'm kind of, I, I do a lot of scrapbooking and I turn a lot of things out and I like a lot of things that follow a certain pattern and I like, you know, templates and I like to have my book having cohesion. So I'm kind of repeating a lot of things. Um, so I just love having something like this to just pull out when I'm sitting here, I've got time, I've got, you know, half a day, but I don't feel like doing that other stuff, which sometimes can feel like chore projects or work work um and then just grab something different like this and scribble something down and be done and it just feels good yeah it feels really nice to have projects that you can procrastinate with yeah yes yeah i usually like to have about three things going and i often have like a hundred i've done like a hundred songs that change my life project and things like that and, and it doesn't have to be done in a certain time i just go to them so i usually have like three things like that so i'm like i'm bored of this now i'm going to move on to this and 
yeah, they're definitely procrastinating on the other other thing, which is good because it means you use your time. Otherwise, I'd be sitting, you know, there for two hours doing nothing because I just don't want to do the other thing. Absolutely. 100%. Christine, what about you? I think for me, the, the biggest thing with Daily Page is the thing I've liked the most about it is um, – is seeing how is the is a snapshot of, of every day like I, I look back and i wish i did currently cards i wish i had something like this through the years because you think you're going to remember all of these little things and um you think all of this stuff will be documented in, or ingrained in your memory and it's not and having something like this it's almost like you know a, a grown-up diary to sort of stick your little thoughts in every single day and and get them off your mind, get them in a book. Even if I, I, I've got, you know, whatever, two years worth of books now, but if I go back to the very first one, there are things in there that I'll go, oh, I remember that. That, you know, it just kind of, it, it, it kind of triggers a good memory or, or it tells you who you were at that moment, which in, you know, two years or three years or five years or 10 years is going to be a whole different person. Um, and so it's nice to have a place where you're just putting these things down, you're doing it in a low pressure way, and it's it's memorializing every day. It's it's almost like a little mini project life without the pressure of project life. Um, because for me, I never got into project life. Um, I, I love the idea of it, I just never did it. And it's, it seems, it feels overwhelming. So to me, this is like a manageable little version of project life right you're never behind with daily pages like you don't have to right. catch up <laughs> and every day is a new canvas it doesn't matter if you don't like what you did yesterday you turn the page and you move on and it's it's just that place to put all the things that you maybe you just want to remember or you wouldn't put somewhere else but they're every little bit is important it's all part of your your daily life yeah and even though I don't make it to the noon class as much as I used to. I will say every time I do make it, it just like fills up my soul to like chat with crafty ladies about usually the most random stuff. And I end up like buying something because I'm enabled by someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the community part of it is, is we could have a whole other conversation, I'm sure, about the community part of it, but that's invaluable. Even if you sit there every day and don't make anything and just listen and talk and connect with people, it's it's such a nice connection with people who are both different from you, but very similar to you in, in a lot of ways. And I think that's something that like it really can't be emphasized enough is the community part of it for me anyway, um, because that's been something that uh, has been I don't have words to say how how meaningful I find it. Yeah, when I do show up, I'm usually not crafting. I'm usually eating. So you don't have to show up and craft during daily pages. You can just hang out with your friends and enjoy your lunch break. Or a 3 a.m. can't sleep break, which is the only time <laughs> I've been able to find in my time zone. All right. Let's do currently. We're going to go in Christine, Shannon, Julie order. Okay. Such prompt <laughs> or the whole list? The whole list. Okay. You ready? Yep. Julie's a little bit questionable. 
Oh wait, am I? I was like, who's ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christine, what are you currently watching? I am watching Top Chef Top Chef Houston with my husband, um, and we are also watching uh, Brene Brown Atlas of the Heart series on HBO Max. Oh, I need to watch that. And we just I recently finished The Dropout. I've heard good, Ooh, yeah, I've heard that good was things good. about that. Yeah, it was I like a good that. One. Yeah. Shannon, what are you currently watching? I am. Um, we just watched. Uh, so Netflix has this new um, show out called Heartstopper. It's an LGBTQ high school drama slash comedy slash something heartwarming thing. Um, it's a book, a graphic novel that my daughter and I both read and her friends, and they were counting down the days for this to come out. Like this is a show that's had a lot of um, secret glimpses on Instagram for a year and, and her girlfriends came over and we just watched the whole thing on Friday night and there was squealing, there was screaming. It was really fun. Like they're 15. So we watched that, but we're also watching Moon Knight um, as a family. We always like to watch some kind of Disney plus Star Wars slash Marvel slash something thing as a family, like one night a week. So that's our current one for that. I love it. Julie, what are you watching? Well, I also finished The Dropout, which is why are we obsessed with scammers? But also, I don't know. Like, it's, it's fascinating. You can't look away. And then you cannot. everyone needs to watch Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls on Amazon because Kristen, I don't know why you haven't watched it yet, but it's honestly, Kristen. I'm so sorry, Julie. It's it just either. because I haven't watched it either. every time we go to watch relaxing television, we watch The Price is Right. <laughs> we have Paramount Plus now because we haven't canceled it after mm. the United States, the soccer was over. And no joke, The Price is Right without commercials is so good. Mm-hmm. It's just so delightful. It's so heartwarming. But Lizzo is the same. Price is right, or is it like old school Bob Barker? Price is right. It's real time. Price is right. We watch it like (laughs) nightly, like we are, like you know, seventy five years old. But there are no commercials. (laughs) It's thirty eight minutes long. Drew Carey is having the time of his life. He comes out in a suit. Well, I don't even know what we call it. The top half is all suited up. And then the bottom half, he's wearing, like, you know, $900 jeans. Um, it's party on the bottom, business on the top. <laughs> it's the mullet of the suit. The suit mullet. That's what we're calling it. Yeah. But it's just so good. And they play all the same games as last time. And you just, you know, you can get mad. We don't ever get mad at people playing the games. We just get mad at people who bid incorrectly. And Do only... you yell out at the screen? Oh, of course. I mean, when yeah, somebody bids $800 and then the next person bids $750, how can you not yell at the screen? <laughs> yeah. Well, you need to make time for Lizzo's show because it's a burst of body positivity, like seeing these women dance. And what I love is it's like a friendly show. So like there's not the, there's like a tiny bit of drama, but Lizzo like prioritizes community which Kristen is big for you Uh, 
there's not like people that come and say i'm not here to make friends right because she's like if we're going to be on a tour bus together you have to get along like and she's not about eliminating someone every week she's like i have 10 spots i will take all 10 of you if i if you're you know if you're good enough by the end so it's just everyone needs to watch it okay christine what are you currently reading i am currently reading malibu rising and I just, I know I'm very excited about that, Julie. I know that you like <laughs> that, right? Yes. Julie is my reading guru. Anytime <laughs> I need to find something to read, I go back through her posts about her uh, recent reading logs because <laughs> she has very similar tastes to me, I think. And she's like the queen of the good romance novels. Oh, um, so good. <laughs> I've gotten some of my best leads from Julie. <laughs> and I picked up today Dial A for Aunties, which is the ALP May book club read. So I'm also very excited for that one. Shen, what are you currently reading? I'm reading, I have not read many Agatha Christie books, even though my parents had tons of them. So I don't know why. So I'm reading Murder, The Murder of Roger Ackroyd. And I just watched Kenneth Branagh's, um, is it Murder on the Nile, which is on Disney Plus. And a few mm -hmm. things that Poirot mentions in that come from this book. So I was very excited to have some background knowledge, but I'm really enjoying it. I don't know why I love crime. I love people pottering around in England. So I don't know why I've never read any of these books before, but now I am. Let's quote Shannon on that one. I love crime. I love crime. <laughs> I love it. I'm for it. Pull quote from the episode. Yeah, yeah that's a pull quote. That's right. One time we were talking about my love of uh, serial killer stuff um, at the hangout, and I said how the 70s was the golden era of the serial killer, and it's all gone downhill from there because, you know, we have well, mobile phones. DNA. Safer. Good. Well, based yeah, on the number of the golden shows era. that have been out, based on the number of shows that have been out about Ted Bundy in the last few years, you're definitely not alone in that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, the there's a whole... women, we're always being murdered. We need to know <laughs> all of the skinny about it so we can prevent it. That's why I think women um, in large numbers are into true crime, because we're just tired of being murdered by men. <laughs> I, we need answers. I feel like you're not going to get anyone to argue with that, argue mm. against you on that one. Yes, just stop <laughs> killing us, please. <laughs> please stop. Please, thank you. <laughs> Julie, what are you currently reading? Uh, related to Dial A for Aunties, I am reading the sequel for Aunties and a Wedding, and it is a delight. <laughs> That's cute. But <laughs> yes, if you ever need reading recommendations, I can mainly romance, but also based on your mood. <laughs> Christine, what are you currently listening to? Oh, gee. So let's see. Um, in my car on my drive to and from work, if I'm not reading, if I'm not listening to an audiobook, I'm usually listening to podcasts. Um, so this week, the last two I've listened to were the um, Storytellers podcast that you were on, actually, and which was very good, by the way. Thank you. And um, the latest episode of uh, We Can Do Hard Things, which is about Enneagrams. So oh, I want to listen cool. to that one. Yeah. It was really good. It was really yeah. interesting. Um, they had an expert on Enneagrams on the show, and she basically explained in a 
sort of different way how to look at Enneagrams and what their strengths and weaknesses are and who they are and how they work with people. So that was really interesting. And then at work, I listen to uh, Sirius XM and I'm usually, it depends on the day, but I'm usually listening to either one of the like decade radio stations, like the, if I'm in an eighties mood or a seventies mood or um, like a pop punk kind of mood. Are there any other moods beside those two? I think not really. Yeah, not. <laughs> Frankly. <laughs> There's only two Yeah. Shan, what are you currently listening to? I listen to tons of podcasts because I have like a train commute and I like to walk around the city a lot with my headphones in. So I, I've got so many, I can't even name any because there's like so many. But um, I sound like Donald Trump, so many podcasts, but I can't name um, <laughs> You wouldn't but have really how many podcasts. So many. Um, what I lo- do listen to is, and I made a scrapbook page about this recently, is the, there's an oldies radio station here called Tiwi. And as a kid growing up, we had the radio on in our house all the time. So my parents are huge on music, always. Ra- so this particular radio station just plays um, like 60s, 70s, 80s, stuff that you would know you know a lot of james taylor and wham and then madonna but then back to um the supremes and that kind of stuff and their tagline is if you can sing along to every song this is your station which hello yes um but i started listening to it in the pandemic i've got a google home and i just tell it to play it and it just plays all day it doesn't have uh, you know it has news a short thing of news and then no advertisements no bozoinga no ding no nothing just music not even like um djs talking and i just have it on background and i just listen to it all the time and i love it constantly that sounds delightful our college radio station here does not have any advertisements except Mm -hmm. for um they have the only advertisements are for the national ad council and uh the college will also run some ads sometimes the only one that i remember offhand is asking the children not to burn couches and they ask them not to burn couches by saying something like you can use the couch for cuddling or to be more intimate on please don't burn them um (laughs) Which is like, okay, that's, um, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's the best angle, but yeah. Well, it gives you some options of other things to do with the couch that they might not have thought about. Yes. If you've, if you've come to the idea of burning a couch, you've definitely not thought about cuddling on it uh-huh. with your uh-huh. paramour, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great radio station though. No ads except for don't burn couches. Um, and you don't get vaccinated, which is the only ad that they've been running for the past two years. Um, Julie, what are you listening to? Lizzo? Also Lizzo related, yes. Uh, her new song, (laughs) About Damn Time, which the music video has dancers from the show, so that's why you have to watch the show. And also related, her SNL performance, her special, oh, I will just, like, listen to that song on a loop yeah i realized that um the first one it's about damn time was in my head all week but then i didn't realize it was her her song because it's so new (laughs) 
until like eight bars in and i'm like what's what is this song i was like oh yeah it's lizzo it's so exciting (laughs) um god i love her christine what are you making i am making daily pages and i am making pages for my book of me yearbook the book of me project for this year the alp and i've been making some uh art journal pages the last couple of weekends doing some uh painting and some collage and things like that that's awesome shannon how about you i've been making some templates for my shop which is kind of obvious but i haven't done it as much i've had kind of some quiet months where i haven't done things for my shop and it just it's so funny that whole creative thing where if you start doing something then you keep doing more and more because all the ideas are coming and i feel like i'm in that and i think that's a good reminder like when you feel like you're in a slump just make something because then you'll make more things pretty much in my experience yeah i completely agree hmm you feel like you forgot how to do it and then you but you didn't right you didn't actually forget how to do it you just yeah you forgot that you didn't forget i think that's what i'm saying i like that Hmm. julie what are you making i have been working on my everyday explorer sparks joy mini book so i sort of approach these mini books like by process so like first I pick all my photos then I print them all then I put them in the album then I embellish so I'm at like the embellishing stage of that one and then I just got the next month's I made this kit and I love when it like arrives at my house and I get to like touch everything like you had sort of sent me photos about what it looked like but I was excited to like hold it in my hand and I'm going to be making that one about my crafty family so it's going to be my craftiness but then also like we talked about my dad's quilts and my mom she doesn't do scrapbooking as much anymore but she's really into painting and like floral design so it's just going to be a little book all about that stuff is your embellishing stage your favorite stage of those books I I like it, but I actually really like picking the photos because it's like a set number of photos. You know, like I count the spreads. I'm like, okay, I have like 13 spreads. I need 13 photos. So it's like, I really enjoy that process. I think that might be my favorite part too. I really don't enjoy, like, because that's not one of the, I don't get to do that for other projects really. Yeah, and the embellishing is very easy because you just use what you have and everything matches yeah so it's it's not as much the the creative spark of like i'm gonna pull these different things and Mm -hmm. but in a good way yeah in a good way christine how are you feeling good i feeling i'm happy that it might actually become spring here uh, are you sure then well I don't want to speak too soon because we're. Can you promise that? I keep seeing snow on Instagram with you people. You people well, that that was, United that States. That was days people. ago. It's, it's summer now. Here. What's it happening? Crazy town here. But today actually felt like spring, so that was nice. Um, so I'm looking forward to some warmer temperatures and being outside a little bit more. 
um, because coming out of a long winter is always, you know, you're ready to get out there and, you know, where you're past the time where you want to cozy up inside and you actually want to now like rejoin the land of the living. Um, And I'm also feeling that weird like hesitancy that I think a lot of people are feeling where we're supposed to be starting to go back to normal but like what is normal and normal makes me a little nervous and every time I feel like okay I'm, I'm ready to be normal the rug gets pulled out from under me again and there's something that we can't do or something changes or uh, some weird thing so uh, it's it's just like a weird mix of like excited and looking forward to things but like not too excited because i'm a little i i just feel like the shoe's gonna drop i don't know yeah Maybe fool you want a little bit of that shame on yeah. them <laughs> fool you twice yeah yeah what That's round exactly of fool me are we on yeah. <laughs> shannon how are you feeling i'm tired i i went out last night to a party i'm just tired but i've had a week off um the kids are on school holidays and i've really not done much so i think i'm feeling that tired of not doing anything tired which you know it's not bad and i don't need to go to the office until wednesday this week so i can kind of have a few days and you know rest i get that yeah that the week of i think that i'm gonna like do stuff during the week off and then you're like no body says no yeah that's right we're just gonna chill instead yeah i've had a lot of allergies too it makes me tired but you know allergies are the worst allergies are the worst because you think i don't know why we keep wishing spring into existence because all that's gonna (laughs) get allergies (laughs) and right you think like oh right they're just allergies they'll just like be in the background and then it's like no it's like first, yeah. it's the it's the eyes or the nose or it's all of them, yeah. and it's just like no, no, we we need we need all of them to function. Yeah, all and, and your, together, bo- your body your <laughs> body is fighting all these things off. That's why you're so tired because your body yeah. is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Julie, how are you feeling? I am also tired but happy. I just had my nephews at my house for a few days and they are five and almost four so lots of fun times but lots of tiring times yes energy yeah Yeah. lots lots of energy required yes christine what are you planning or maybe not that much because of rugs and whatnot sort of tiptoeing into plans we're planning um you know some of our summer vacation plans and uh they look a little bit different this year because my daughter is in college and she's going into her senior year next year so um there's lots to think about with summer classes and uh internships and things like that so um our time is a little bit different so we're, we're looking into what we can do and where we want to go and what feels okay for us where where we feel okay going um and then along with that we are planning my daughter's senior year she's going into her to an apartment uh her senior year with some friends and so that's got a whole bunch of things we've got to think about going into that and things we've got to buy and things we've got to supply and all those good things it's all fun stuff but it's 
you know, just another another thing that I that you have to think about and plan for. Those are definitely things that you have to plan for. Mm-hmm. Exciting times. Shannon, what are you planning? I'm planning family dinner tonight because we've had a lot of birthdays and things that have been put off because of COVID and other medical issues and, you know, just things. So today, today's the day. Awesome. And I'm ordering in everything. I'm, I'm not cooking. I host most family get-togethers here. It's just the default. Um, and, yeah, I've found somewhere we can order some nice kind of barbecue stuff in. And, yeah, that's that's this afternoon. That's fantastic. That's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yep. We'll be good. Julie, what are you planning? Just week by week, because it's, like we've said, it's hard to think too far ahead. I am trying to um, get to Pittsburgh with a friend to see the immersive Frida Kahlo exhibit, because I love her so much. Cool. And um my parents and i did actually just get tickets today to dinner theater to see the little mermaid this summer so i'm a big theater person and so i just saw hamilton in march that was like my first time back in a theater since the pandemic so it's exciting to sort of have a bit of theater to look forward to that'll be delightful all right, and finally, Christine, what are you loving? Well, Julie started mentioned what some of what I'm loving is that we're we're starting to get some theater tickets too. We're looking at some shows to go to, and we have one that we have booked with some friends. And um, we were there a couple of weeks ago to see my daughter perform. So I'm loving that part of getting that part of our life back because that's really uh, we're we're big theater fans and. Um, big musical fans and I've really really missed that that's something that's you know, and I know there's been so much you know you can you watch stuff online and it's streaming and people have been super generous with their time and that's been nice but it's, it's not, not the same, same. It's, no, not it's not the same, same. It, it got so that, emotional I, yeah like being in a theater right. I was oh it's a whole different feeling completely. Yeah. So I've really been been loving the idea that we can finally get back to that. And uh, that's something we enjoy as a family. So I'm hoping over the summer, while my daughter's home from school, we can uh, get into the city and do, we're planning on going in on sort of random weekdays and just, you know, hitting up uh, TKTS and um, seeing what I'm we so can jealous. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Oh, that's the best plan. I'm very excited. Shannon, what are you currently loving? I'm loving the change of season as well, but we are the opposite to you, obviously. So I'm I'm just loving that it's cooler here. Um, you know, at nighttime, it's blanket weather. It's snuggling on the couch weather. And I know you guys are, are sick of that and ready to get out of it, but we are ready to get into it. You know, we feel the same way about summer ending. Like yeah take the heat away give us some cool nights autumn is my favorite season of all i just love it um winter mm, the rest mm, but autumn is my favorite so this is peak peak my favorite season right now yeah yeah i get that yeah get some soup on the stove put the boots on 
Yeah, I like it a lot. Autumn's cozy, but not too cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like um, autumn is sort of like the fresh start time. I know it's not like the first of the year, but I don't know if it's going back to being a little kid at school, but how it's like sort of the, the beginning of things. I never yeah. kind of got rid of that feeling. Yeah. I love autumn. Julie, what are you currently loving? I am loving Easter candy because even though I am 28 years old, my mom still gets me an Easter basket. Same for my brother, who is older. <laughs> and doesn't so have children. <laughs> yes, he has his own children who gets East, Easter baskets. Um, so I've got plenty of jelly beans on hand. And my favorite is a peanut butter melt away bunny. But nice. Oh, just so good. I'm going to tell my mom she owes me an Easter basket. <laughs> yeah and i've told her i've said you can't stop for me now you i get four years after you stop with eric you know that's the yes. way it works right yes yes it has to be fair exactly fair. the same <laughs> yeah that's absolutely fair make sure you write down the rules keep them <laughs> make a daily page because you will forget if we've learned anything, you might need to get a lawyer rules. involved if you want it to be really like get it notarized or something. Well, my sister-in-law is a lawyer, so I can make oh, that okay. happen. You can make that yeah. happen. Easier. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty easy. It's not um not a laughing matter. The Easter basket situation. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. And everybody listening, if you want to learn more about Daily Pages or the Awesome Ladies Project community, you can head over to theawesomeladiesproject.com slash dailypages or download the app at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash app. All right. We will catch you next week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.